Welcome back, Payne County, Oklahoma. Father Brian O'Brien here. Uh, we're here part two. This is a two-part episode where I'm interviewing my dad, Marty O'Brien. Oh, yeah. Um, he's here in Stillwater visiting and just hanging out for a couple days. And so we were like, we got to do this. We got to. We got to get him on the. We got to get him on the pod. Get him on the radio. Anyway, so if you didn't listen to uh, last week's, um, stop what you're doing, and go back and listen to uh, last week's, which was part one. Part one. So this is this is part two. So we ended last week talking about he had met my mom and proposed to her. What would tell us about your 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 um, like your wedding day? Were you excited? Nervous? Oh well, I I I really shouldn't even repeat that because I was I was really nervous. What was uh, nervous about? This is helpful. Lots of people listen to this who are getting married. You know, I'm not sure that I can package up the emotions. Um, there was no question that this was the woman of my life, yep, and, yep. and I was right, and yep. it certainly has turned out that way. But was I ready? I mean, could I just kept thinking of myself as you're going to be married, <laughs> and you might even have children. What are you prepared? Are you going to be any good at this? Um, anyway, it's that kind of really nervous. Saw this beautiful creature walking down the aisle with, yeah. her, with her dad. Um, and then it just all passed, and um, you we, were glad it's over. You're glad it was over. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we had a really first-class wedding at the Sheridan in Boston. Oh, really? Is that where your reception yeah. was? That the Sheridan? Yeah, I, I don't know how many people, but it was a ton. Well, uh, you knew a lot of people. She knew a lot of people. Yeah, I think. Well, I think when the invitation list was made out, it was eighty twenty. Eighty percent. Eighty percent lo lodges. lodges. Yeah. And the rest, some ragged O'Briens. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, where did you live when you first got married? We had a little apartment, um, not far from where she was, where she grew up. In fact, the joke is that she said, "I found us an apartment," and I said, "Okay, show me." And so, rather than driving directly to it, she drove all around here and then back over here, so that. It was only about three-quarters of a mile from her family's house, but we must have driven three or four miles. She didn't want And to I didn't know the area yeah. that well. Um, Tricky. Yeah. It, it took me a, a month or so to figure out how close her, her family really was. <laughs> but And we, we only lived there for about a year. In the meantime, I, I got the job with Shell, and we uh, moved to Cape Cod, strangely enough. Back to the... Back to the scene of the Back crime. Back to the scene, yeah. Um, and we lived there for two and a half years. And we had uh, two children there. Yep. Um, and then I got my first, well, that was a real assignment. But then I got a nice assignment in upstate New York, which is when you That's where you the, were born the rest in, of us came along. In Syracuse. Um, then, then she had... Her 
brain surgery? Yeah, tell us about that. So you, we, I don't, I've, I don't know that I've talked about it, but my mom, when I was little, I mean, I was, I don't know, six months old, nine months old, she had, um, my mom had a brain tumor. Yeah. Uh, what and, was that? Yeah, how did you find well, that out? Well, just, I, actually, I was away on a trip, and she called and said that she had been getting her hair done or something and just became paralyzed for a very short period of time. So then we said, okay. Then when I came back home, started, you know, going through the varying doctors, and they said that there was a pretty good-sized malformation in her head. And, um, Arterial venous malformation. And uh, Dr. Norman said, we need to operate. And I looked at my calendar. As I, said, I said, well, I'm free in about a month. <laughs> and he said, no, no. We're talking about the next couple of days. Um, the result of that was, which makes Peggy even more incredible, is that it left her left side in some level of paralysis. The arm doesn't move quite right. and Still well, to this day. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. over the years, it's gotten progressively worse. But after being in the hospital for several months, few months anyway, um, she came home and she just took over the five kids again. My mother was there. She was our lifesaver at the moment. Um, and then she's lived this. Yeah. Well, you know, even now that she, you know, pretty much on a walker, you don't even think about it. She just does everything. Yeah. Um, but it took so 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 she had basically brain surgery, whatever that was, thirteen hour yeah, brain right. surgery with five like five kids right. under eight. Right. I'm not even sure anybody. Was I mean, eight. I was a baby. Yeah. I think Marty. Yeah, maybe five kids under seven. Something close. That's scary that. stuff. Yeah. That's scary yeah. stuff. Yeah. So cool things. I mean, your your mom came and lived. That's a you know, just like the extended family pitching in. Um what was your like I mean, that could have gone south, you know? I mean that <clears throat> um brain yes. surgery in nineteen seventy six. You know, the the doctor was talking about that uh, she could never walk again. She wouldn't be able to do this. It may affect her speech, which I can guarantee it did not. <laughs> um, uh, and she just uh, eventually just got to the point where my mother was, uh, she was ready to go and sure. to home anyway. Sure. And then it just, it just became natural. Um, I always, I mean, I know growing up, I mean, I never, like, I've never seen mom, like, walk normally or run yeah. or, you know, go run upstairs or yeah. any, you know. And to me, that's just always been yeah. very normal. And to her, too. I mean, she, to her credit, she's, it has not seemed to. Yeah, well, the more I think about it, the death. more just incredible it is because there are, it could have taken a whole lot of routes that that could have gone. Sure. And. There was also a time when I became just so indebted to Shell Oil Company because I said, look, uh, so we can't live in Syracuse anymore because she wouldn't have been able to go outside at all. There's so much snow and cold. And, um, 
Anyway, inside of two or three days, they offered me three positions. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. Couple, one in Florida, two in Southern California, and eventually Stockton, California. Wow. And uh, for weather reasons, we chose Stockton. And in a matter of days, the moving truck was there, and Shell picked up every nickel of cost. Wow, I didn't know it happened that cost. fast. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm sure that there are still some people on Bayberry Circle in Liverpool, <laughs> New York, who is saying, you know who I haven't seen for a while? I haven't seen Peggy. I'm going back there this <laughs> summer. I'm going to go celebrate Mass at the church where I was baptized. Yeah, you I'm excited that. about that's, that. That's, an, that's a fun it's idea. It's going to be cool. Yeah. All right, so, there, so we moved to California and lived there nine, what did we, nine, nine, nine years, years, I think, in California. And that was, I mean, I remember you, you were, yeah, coaching everything, you were in, like in charge of the homeowners association. Yeah, those were those were my best years, I think. <laughs> you peaked. Well, uh, and I was also working. Yeah, and and if I say so myself, performing at a very high level. Yes, indeed. So, yes, indeed. Um, yeah, the the California tour was uh, was terrific. So then we moved to uh, then we moved to Houston, right. and that's I mean, and you've been there thirty plus years now. Amazing. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the typical four year kind of grooming, you know, where you, they bring you in and you you're an assistant to some um, business manager or something, you know, and you learn a bit, and then I go back out, you know, as a sales manager or a district manager. But that never happened. Then I got the best job in the whole world, and that was uh, uh, that would be my third. I was for Shell Oil, Shell Chemical, and then finally Pecton Chemicals, which was a, an overseas subsidiary. And that's where I did all the travel. You got and to went move to around the countries. Lot, yeah. Yeah. yeah, though I remember, like in middle school and high school, yeah, you'd be gone for ten days at a time, or 14, twelve days. Fifteen was, yeah. a, was yeah. the standard. Yeah. Well, that time I got a speeding ticket, you were in Saudi Arabia. I was very grateful because you could you just yelled at me over the phone. I appreciated that. <laughs> I got to. <laughs> um, so then retirement, right? So you retired, and I think this is important, like for people who listen to the show, like your so you, like your faith came alive when you met mom. That was a big, big, big step. And then, like retiring, was it was like a major let, from from your faith standpoint. Let me, let me tell you a quick story. After a while of retiring, Peggy and I did a ton of traveling, coast to coast, visiting. You played golf. Played lots of golf. Um, had a couple of grandchildren, which. Then I said, I can't play golf anymore. I have to take care of these little guys. <laughs> you became the homeroom mom. Um, so we. Uh, what changed was, and here's the little story. When I was working and when I came to Houston, I often took the bus from Kingwood down to One Shell Plaza. And I would get on the bus, and there'd be 40 people on the bus, mostly guys. And so many of them would be sitting reading a book that after a while I recognized was the Bible. And I kept saying to myself, what is in there that all these guys are reading it? What? What is it? That's so interesting. Um, yeah. 
And then, I, I don't know, it, it certainly wasn't a few days later. It might have been a few months, might have been a, a year or so. Um, I saw in our church bulletin, um, actually, I think we started with Matthew. And then I was in a Bible study every single moment that our church offered it, from Matthew to Revelation. And, and you still are. A little bit less because they've, They've been doing a lot of Paul stuff. Yeah, and you don't like Paul. He's a nice, he's a nice enough guy, but uh, it, not as interesting it, as the Gospels. It, not at all. That, yeah. that that was the yeah. difference. Plus, um, life changed in the sense of you know Peggy's treatment. Um, so I ended up missing a lot of sessions. Yeah, you're taking mom yeah. to appointments. And- um, I've done some self study, and that's when we—that's when I got a little bit interested in uh, Vatican II. Yeah, and that. Let me just tell you about that. When I met Peggy, and we went to church, almost immediately, I began to see and feel the the impact of Vatican II. So Vatican II just for so Vatican II took place. Second Vatican Council, 1962 to 65. 65. And you, during that time, like weren't, that no. you were kind of not no, in and not around. Not kind of not. I, you were not. Yeah. And so then you meet mom in 67, Six, yeah. 66, 67. So yeah. now the council's over. Some of those changes are starting uh, are to happen. Place. And now you're coming yeah. back. Yeah. It's almost like from the first day, uh, the first thing I noticed was that the communion rail was gone. I mean, that was a physical change. Sure. Um, and there was way less uh, Latin. Uh-huh. The, the Mass was now. And now, horrors of all, the priest did turn around and was now looking at me as he said the Mass. And that was good or bad? Or like, that was, or that just in different. the end was good. It, okay. It, it was just kind of, the communion real thing still bothers me even yep. today. Yeah. There was kind of a, um, oh, I don't know, holiness or something about yeah. coming a down, up, yeah. down, down the aisle, waiting your turn, spot opens up, you kneel down, and the priest goes down the aisle with the altar boy holding the pat yep. under the yep. chin, and then he came back and it was your turn, oh boy. And, you know, and then it went out. So I, yeah. I have really missed that to this day. Um, the other thing that kind of shocked me was the greeting. That was, you know, the, the, the point in time, you know, peace be with you. Uh-huh. And, and now people are, well, if you go to a place like St. Martha's, people are hugging each other. And, uh, and I'm thinking, ooh, this, <laughs> this is what kind of church is this? My holy roller now. Uh, what was it like before? I mean, when you were a kid, there was no. You were just just standing up, and it, so the priest, like the priest, would say, like Dominus Vobiscum, like you, you know. Like, the, but like then that's it. Did. But then you didn't turn to other people and shake oh, their heavens. hands. Are you kidding? Yeah, Are you kidding? No, that was uh, that was still that was pretty. So forward. that's a big. Yeah, that's a big. Uh, that's a big change. The uh, the other change uh, was the. Um, acceptance, if you will, of other religions. Uh-huh. And uh, just a quick story. There's a family. They were just the nicest people. Five children, great athletes, the talk of the town. 
But they went to, I, I still don't know the church, Church of Christ. This Baptist is in church. Somerville, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I used to get very upset thinking that the Gilberts are going to go to hell. Because they weren't Catholic. They weren't Catholic. Uh-huh. And now that, that changed. Where did that come? Like you, you heard that somewhere or you just kind of picked that up? That non-Catholics cannot possibly be saved. I, you know, I heard it from the nuns. I heard it from the priests. I yeah. mean, it wasn't something I made up. Sure, sure. Uh, or casually read. Um, that was a good thing. That was that was a good thing. A change after yeah. the council. Yeah, that there was. A, a, yeah, I don't know, sort of an opening, if you will, to 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 other faiths. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the mass it changed drastically, not drastically, but subtly over time. Um, most of it good. Most of it good. Not that anybody was asking permission of me to make this <laughs> Nobody change. asked for your opinion no, on, the, no. on the big changes. Said, don't bother with him. He doesn't even go to church anymore. When you, like, going, like, hearing, going to mass and hearing it, like, in English, what was that like? Well, the fact is, I actually knew the translation. Um, and so even though I, I may have said it in, in what little Latin I knew, and that was just repetition, you know. Um, so that, that really had no great impact. Uh, I do miss the, the Latin music, particularly. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of Lenten songs that I'd, I'd love to hear more. Well, you might like our mass tonight. Ah, okay. I look we'll forward a, to we'll it. Throw a little bit I look of that in there. To it. Okay, so then, so then you have like five, raising five kids. Wonderful children. In the, the <laughs> in the, what was that like? I don't know any like pa parenting advice for the for the dads out there. Uh, um, I can't be that presumptuous. It's hard work. Um. There were two things. The job required a lot of travel, um, and Peggy made that easy by her great care of the kids um, and just being supportive of this chosen profession, if you will. So when you, when she, when kids, when when you started having kids, mom stayed home. You worked. Yeah, but yeah, she only worked, uh, you know, shortly. Uh, after we got married, um, and because well, Marty, Marty, Marty came was along born very fast. Yeah, uh, uh, in the same year that we were married, we married in February. He was born in in December. In December. Yeah. Um, and then eleven months later, Carrie was born. Yeah. We're not kidding around here. The big feature was that you guys were. Good students, dedicated to school, kind. Except Andy. And, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that wasn't hard. I mean, we didn't have an alcoholic. We didn't have people, you know, maybe you all took dope. I don't know. <laughs> you covered it up very nicely. Um, I didn't. I it can't was, speak it for was, the others. It was easy. There weren't. We were. We, I don't think we were 
fierce disciplinarians. I, I used to appreciate that when any would come home at 9 o'clock or midnight or something, they would be greeted by mom who would give them a big hug. Well, that was her sniff test. Oh. That was not done out of great affection. <laughs> that was done out of where have you been and what have you been doing. Yeah. Um, I think we were, we were good parents. We were, we were tough when it was needed, but not that, not that often, quite honestly. You guys were just great. You made being a father um, easy. You made me look good. Oh, nice. Well, and I know, I mean, we, there was definitely an emphasis on everybody was going to college. I mean, that was like, a, I don't remember. Yeah, there was never any discussion other than. You were, yeah. you were doing that. Um, and then always kind of, I mean, yeah, just an emphasis on, like, you know, every night we didn't, we weren't like, we didn't play like video games. We weren't watching a ton of, like watching television at night was like a big deal. Because there was homework. Mm. You know, and you used to say, you know, I'd be like, I'm done. And you would say, well, isn't, don't you have any assignments for next week? And I'd be like, oh, dad, <laughs> you know. But there was always that idea of like mm. kind of working ahead. And um, and then everybody like goes, so everybody goes to college. So we have a famous sort of, in our, at least in our family, the uh, the back windshield. Uh, yes. We have this, I forgot what kind of car it was. But we, you know, you go to college and you like put your little sticker on the, on the windshield. Well, between the five of us, we like went to a lot of different schools. Well, you couldn't even see out the back windshield. Yeah. There was these stickers just everywhere. So when that, this is, I mean, when that car got sold, you, you like had oh, yeah, the, yeah, that's right too. I, the back I, windshield is hanging in our living room or the upstairs. Uh, yeah. I took room. it to a salvage yard and <laughs> said, I need a windshield for this car take off the, the one with all the stickers and put the new one on and then sold the car that's eventually. Hilarious. And that still sits in our family room. It's of great pride. If, if I gave myself one crack, call myself the education father. Yeah. It's very hard to find somebody who has been to all of those very big and little schools. Um, and you've done well. The, the, it, this was not my goal, but it turned out fine because they were so well-educated and had really good jobs that they never came back home <laughs> to live. <laughs> that was not the goal. I mean, but it just... It turned out... One and, of the fruits And Peggy of... <laughs> and I, were, we have blessed ourselves on a number of occasions. That's saying, so funny. Isn't it nice that it's just the two of us? That's so funny. Okay, so just back in our last few minutes, back to re re retirement. You you've like used your retirement to really grow in your faith. I mean, I, I would say yeah. this: growing up, like mom, similar to your family, like mom was the mom was sort of the outwardly religious one. You were you were you were going to mass, like my mother. Yes, yeah. but then I think that's in some ways that's kind of switched a little. Like in I mean, mom is still you know very a faithful Catholic and and we talk about church and everything, you know, but like your, your faith has grown in retirement. There were, there were two things that happened. One, the Bible study um, had me kind of understanding the broadness and the complications and 
generates a lot of questions. Um, and it certainly helped my travel, because I mean, I, I, in order to really sense the places that we were studying, I mean, I've been to Israel twice, yep. with a real emphasis on Jerusalem. Um, prior to that, had no connection to anything. I had been to Medjugorje and uh, Lourdes and Yeah, some of those great Nock. pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've been to Knock? Yeah, sure. Oh. Um, Knock is in Ireland, yeah. And so that, that helped the, the base. And then, and this, this is fairly recent, probably in the last year and a half, um, started going to Mass in the morning. Um, not 100%. Some weeks, you know, five days. Some weeks, no days. Uh, and simply because of commitments. And it just was, it was, it was like the, something just opened up and kept saying to myself, what a wonderful way to start the yes, day. Yes, yeah, just, yeah. Just go there and take out my uh, Magnificat and listen and Follow read. Along, yeah. And so it's me and my 120 friends um, pretty much every day. Um, that's, I don't want to use the word culmination, but it went from absolutely nothing to mass. During retirement, I got, I always went to mass, but I, my, my life was my work at the time. Sure. I neglected my wife, I neglected my children, um, and I neglected my religion. But the retirement has just said, hey, I mean, I do a ton of other things. Sure, I sure, mean, I'm, sure. I'm not on my knees praying 24 Handy hours around a day. the house. And yeah. um, but it, that has really been more wonderful than I ever imagined. Then I began to understand that many of the people I knew in church who were doing that, I understood why they were doing yeah. it. Because you just you leave there, and it's a great way to start the sure, day anyway. Sure, sure. So. I love that. So that's where I am now, and I hope I'm at least at this level over the next few years. Keep going. Yeah. And then what's it like being a grandfather? It used to be pretty cool until they grew up. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, you were, I mean, especially Colin and Katie were in Houston, and you were very, I mean, you were at their school all yeah. the time. Yeah, and, that was our life. And I, then you visited California and Pennsylvania were the other. Yeah, no, we've gotten around. We're just not traveling much anymore. But all those kids are now, two of them be graduating from college yeah. this year. Yeah. A couple, three others that are in college. Um, they don't have time for some grandfather. <laughs> you know. They, uh, yeah, yeah, nobody's paying homage to... Uh, to the old people. Um, but anyway, that was a wonderful time of life. Sure. That I wouldn't have traded for, for anything. Well, I gave up golf for it. I mean, there it is. Yeah. There you go. And if you, I was never very good at it, but I, um, that was, there were so many stories about the places that I played golf. Oh, yeah. Uh, around the world. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Anyway, stuff. it's been a great life from the very beginning in our days, and 
Somerville with our Irish and Italian friends to college. The, the absolute savior of my life was meeting Peggy. I mean, uh -huh. There was nothing that happened before or after that ever matched having her. The difference that in, that in in my life that that made. Yeah. Uh, she set such an example. It was uh, like learning, trying to be a nice guy all over again. <laughs> you had to fake it a little bit? I still am. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah, no, she's the best. I love it. Well, anyway, guys, that's uh, that was like solid uh, two, two episodes with, uh, with, with my dad. When we started a podcast, who would have thought? And I love this trip sort of all just came together in the last month or so. Mm. And so I was like, oh, we got to, we got to put them on the, we got to put them on the podcast and see, and see what happens. So we're just going to, yeah, enjoy a couple days here. We're recording this kind of right in and around uh, today's All Souls Day and uh, Bedlam this weekend. And so by the time you're listening to this, Bedlam will have been over. Um, I'm sure OSU is going to win, let's say, 31-17, I don't know. Don't quote, don't quote me on that, but I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm going to be at the game. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but anyway, continue to join us. It's probably Advent by the time everyone is listening to this, so goodness, go to church, you know, go to Mass. Uh, but anyway, Dad, thanks for, thanks for joining the show. Thank you for the invite. Great to have you, and uh, we hope everybody has uh, a great week out there. We're pretty excited for uh, pretty excited for the future. Happy Advent, almost Merry Christmas, and we'll have Father Kerry back next week. <laughs>